Monday night, May 6th at the Hyatt Regency in San Francisco. You're invited to join athletes and celebs at the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame Enshrinement Dinner. Be there to celebrate this year's class featuring Olympic swimmer Jenny Thompson, San Jose Earthquakes legend Chris Wondolowski, Niners Super Bowl hero John Taylor, Sharks icon Patrick Marlowe, and the architect of the Giants dynasty, Brian Sabian. Be a part of this star-studded evening benefiting Special Olympics Northern California. To purchase tickets, visit Bayshoff.org. That's B-A-S-H-O-F.org. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. Welcome to the Windy City, Chicago, Illinois. The Sharks finishing up the road trip and starting out the new year. It's the Sharks and the Chicago Blackhawks. Drew, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Danny. It's good to be here on New Year. Fantastic. And, you know... It's an opportunity for the Sharks to, to wash some things clean. They had a really rough night last night again. So two games in a row where they felt that they were totally winnable and ended up losing. I guess the good sign is that their five-on-five -five play was, was really solid. A lot of that came from the play of the third and fourth lines. They were much more effective in this game against a really good Dallas team. So you should be able to take that the next night and apply it. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, we were just talking to David Quinn before we came on the air here and, and what was he talking about? Why was the third and fourth line so good? They check. They work. This game is about checking. This game is about getting after people. This game is about getting the puck back. We talked about you know, when Daryl Sutter said it last year. This game is about checking, getting the puck back, because getting the puck back, checking leads to puck control, puck control leads to puck possession, puck, control, puck possession leads to scoring chances. And um, the Sharks... Um, third and fourth lines have embraced that, and they're getting better and better and better. And they're becoming lines that David Quinn trusts, and he can throw out there and try to shift the momentum of games and have some offensive zone time. Oscar Lindblom got a goal that I thought was a result of hard work, and he also used the backhand shot, which is one of my pet peeves. Uh -huh. Guys should use the backhand shot because the goalies don't expect it. Yeah, absolutely, because it's also, if you talk to goaltenders, they'll tell you it's tough to read. Where the, where the puck's coming off the stick on the backhand. Um, remember Vinny Danfuss? Vinny Danfuss had a One great of the best ever. Yeah. And I asked Vinny, he wants to say, where'd you learn it? He goes, Borges Homie. I was like, wow. He's Borges Homie because Toronto connection. I said, wow, I didn't know that. He said, yeah, Borges Homie. Watched, watched him a lot. Um, I think overall with, with the Sharks, though, Limblom, you're starting to see he's getting chances and chances and chances. Glad to see it went in for him. But again, if you could have those third and fourth lines be those lines that can either change the momentum of the game, shift the momentum of the game, keep the momentum of the game. This is something that, that the Sharks need. But overall, when you look at the Sharks, they have to have Danny. they got to have 20 guys going. They can't have, a, they can't have their top guys lax. They can't have their top guys miss a check. They can't have their, their top guys on a power play. I, I hate to use the word, but fail like they did last night. They, it was a failure, yeah. without question. Yeah, you give up a shorthanded goal, it's a failure. And and it's the way that they they came out in that power play, and that was five minutes left. You're down by one. You get a chance to tie it. You're playing pretty well in the third period, and then that and then they come back on that power play, and they don't have. They don't have. There's no urgency to the game. There's no like here. Let's go get this, and so. That power play, obviously, that shorthand goal, obviously, it's a, it's a big goal, and every time when that happens, but that's your top guys. Those are your highest-paid guys. 
David Quinn was talking about this this morning, and he used a phrase that I think is really a great phrase. He used the phrase competitive stamina. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? It really is good because yeah. he, he's, he's identified in two words exactly what's going on. These guys are competitive. Yeah. They're, they're, they're definitely competitive. But then they have these moments where they lose their stamina, and that's exactly when a good team like Dallas will jump in, but even any NHL team would. Right, and that's, that's completely controllable. That's, that's attitude. That's, that's character. That's heart. That's a, it's your brain being in function. So that stamina isn't physical. It's mental. It's, it's, it's you're emotional, and you can, you can control that. Um, and, and you can't just go out there. You got, you got to go out there with a purpose. You watch the, the top players. Like, we'll watch Kane tonight. Kane will be on that bench, and he'll be spinning his stick. Conor McDavid does it, too, when he's on the bench. He spins his stick all the time, and he's just waiting to get out there because he's totally 100% engaged. But I think it's a great line by David. Competitive stamina, um, and that will definitely be one of the keys tonight because <laughs> I'm going to steal that. Sorry to sound smart. <laughs> We're both going to steal it. Let's put it that way. I, I the Blackhawks uh, are owed something by the Sharks, given what happened in October. And it goes back to that time when the Sharks were in that five-game losing streak to start the year. They're still digging out of it. It's January the 1st, and people don't realize in the NHL how long it takes to dig out of that. Well, I think it's, it's just kind of always in the back of your head. And, and that's why you depend on, first of all, the coaches, coaches to give you direction, which I would have zero complaints in, uh, about this coaching staff and what they've done. The this is where you always think in the back of your head something bad is going to happen. But what you need, and it's in order to build out of that and work out of that, is you have to just have that resilience and that competitive stamina that David just talked about. The attitude that no, we're in control of our our game. We're the guys that are going to go out there and change what's happening. We're going to, we're going to be the guys that work our way through this, and that's when you lean on. Eric Carlson, Logan Couture, Nick Benino, Tomas Hurdle. You lean on your top guys on this, that situation. That's when your top guys get put out on the ice. They've got to excel at that. They've got to be anxious to get out there on those critical moments because they want to take over the game. They want to win the game. So that's what David needs to have happen with the top guys. If there's a power play at night late in the game and the, and the Sharks need to tie the game up or take the lead, that's when you come out with that that competitive stamina as you just talked about. Here's, here's where I'm going to go back. So I'm going to go back to game seven against the Vegas Golden Knights. And I'm going to, that picture of Logan Couture scoring the first goal in that stamina group. And he, he, looks, at the, he looks at the guys and he said, that's, that's one. Yeah. That's what they need right now. Yeah, that was, that's truly one of the greatest moments in Sharks history. Um, I remember sitting at home watching it. And when Logan did that, they score right away. Logan does that, and then that's one. And you, it, you could tell there was that attitude of we're not going to be denied here. We are going to make this happen. And it was a, it's a shot of confidence. It's a shot of, you know, it's a warning shot to, to Vegas. There's nothing you can do about it. We're coming in. There's nothing you can do about it. And, yeah, you need more of that. Now, that's playoff intensity, and that's, you know, the highest stakes of the postseason. But still... That fire is needed in every single game. It's hard to do through 82 games. For sure it's hard to do through 82 games. Mike Kinney used to call it abnormal behavior. Is that right? Yeah, he said it's abnormal behavior to be this good 82 games in a row. Yeah, absolutely right. So how do you keep doing it? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm abnormal. Yeah, that's very true. 
I'd like to take a moment, just for a moment, from last night's game and acknowledge Frederick Oleson, yeah. who apparently played for the Santa Clara Blackhawks in Silicon Valley, which we were not aware of. Um, Randy Hahn's son, son Michael, Michael, played with him, yeah. and he texted Randy last night and said, hey, I, I know this kid. And then Randy got on, got on the Google machine and checked out who it said, holy mackerel, both he and his brother played, and his brother last night, uh, but he was he was he was uh, he was injured. He would have played against the Barracuda last night too, because he plays for for Coachella Valley. Coachella Valley, yeah. So, and they were they were Santa Clara Santa Clara minor hockey uh, reps. I think that that's a really good sign when you're starting to hear much more of that. We're starting to hear some junior sharks and Santa Clara Valley Blackhawks going to Division One hockey. Some are going to Major Junior, and now we've got some in the NHL. This is very good, very good things. We, we were only seeing this in Los Angeles maybe 10, 15 years ago. Guys from L.A. starting to seep yeah. in, and now they're producing a lot of players. So um, that's another good sign that the, what the Sharks are doing away from the professional game is helping. Yeah, you, you have to grow the game. I think one of the responsibilities that, pe that people in hockey take very seriously is trying to grow the game. And think about the old days of the... Uh, the only other rink we went to was the Golden Gate Ice Center in uh, in Redwood City, and then we moved to San Jose, and they build the big rink, and then they build Sharks Ice, and they keep expanding Sharks Ice, and the high school programs gets going, the adults the hockey gets going, we do hockey schools, and it just kept growing and growing. But also, that's a huge credit to the organization for taking that seriously. But winning as much as the Sharks did, that winning. That team was always in the playoffs. Those guys, you know, some sexy guys that were on the team, you know, Thornton and Marlowe and Boyle and Burns and all those great teams, Logan and, and, and his. And those were, those were teams that were charismatic. So people wanted to, I want to play hockey because look at the Sharks playing hockey. It looks like a lot of fun. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun tonight. We're going to be on the air at 3.30 Pacific time with our broadcast. Brett Hedekin will be with me once again, and we'll have a great call of the game. We hope you're tuned in. That's it for the Morning Skate for today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.